What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Do Your Crap podcast, and we are kicking off 2021. Can you believe it? New year, new goals, new vision, new purpose, all of the things. So we have a treat for you. Like I mentioned last week, I'm bringing back Brad Bizjack as our guest speaker today, and we're going to be diving deep into vision. So if you've missed my previous episodes where I brought Brad on, he is a mindset strategist. So he not only helps you understand mindset, but he helps work through the process of growth and overcoming and really becoming your best version of yourself. And it all starts with the internal stuff. And Brad is who I'm bringing on to work with my team for the first quarter of the year. And I'm just so excited to help you guys get a feel for what he has to bring to the table and what your life can become as you really make this stuff a priority. So with that being said, we are digging deep into vision. And if you're a consistent listener, then you've already heard two different podcasts specifically on this, because it is literally one of the things that I'm most passionate about, because if we don't have anything to work towards, if we don't have clarity around why we're doing life and what we're showing up for and what we're, what we're waking up for every single day, it's really, really, really easy. And it's really common to just go through the motions, to just stay safe, to settle in life, to be content, to play small, to let your fears win and to just sit inside this little comfy comfort zone that we have. And that is not where any of the fun and the growth and the excitement in life happens. And so if you've listened to the previous episodes, we dug into how to create clarity and how to really get clear around your vision today with Brad. I want to dig into why, why this is important, how it moves your life forward. And if you're someone who's kind of stuck with even letting yourself dream bigger, letting yourself want more out of life, I want to help you understand why that's happening and, and what that looks like and how you can break through that. So Brad, where do we want to start? Where do we want to dig in? Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And First of all, what up, everyone? <laughs> Super excited to be here. Uh, happy freaking new year. Yeah. <laughs> Hope everyone is having an amazing start to the new year. You're dreaming big, setting big goals with huge, huge, huge ambitions. And uh, 
And Micah, just thank you so much for the privilege of allowing me to serve your audience. I can't wait to dive into this. Um, and I guess starting to answer your question, where should we start off? What if we start off why, with something along the lines of why people are kind of afraid to dream big and afraid to set goals? How does that sound? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so I think this is really important. And I'm curious, have you ever been afraid to set goals? Or have you ever taken a look at your dreams, your ambitions, what you want? And you, have you ever said like, you know, I, I'm just kind of happy the way it is. I'm just kind of happy with how life is going. And it's almost like a feeling of guilty for, or of guilt for wanting more. And yeah. it, like, like I shouldn't want more. I'm not worthy of more. But what I've learned along my journey is that if you're not creating more, you're actually hurting those that you love. If you're not creating more, you're actually hurting those that you love. So why is it that we always say, no, or not always, but why is it that some people will say, I'm just comfortable as is, or I don't want to set a big dream. And it's really, really simple. It comes down to fear and it comes down to saying safe. And like, what it's really saying is you're comfortable. You're not saying that I'm happy where I am. You're not happy where you are. You're comfortable where you are. Yeah. And the truth is that you want more. We have an in intrinsic need to grow. And the reason that we grow is so we can give. That's the reason we grow. So we can give more of ourselves, give more to our kids, give more to our communities, give more to our families, our teams. And if we don't feel like we're growing, we feel like we're dying inside. And so you might say, yeah, you know, I'm happy as is. I really am happy as is. And the truth is that there's probably a piece of you on the inside as you're listening to this that you don't want to admit. And you're listening to me and it makes you want to hit me in the face. But it's probably true that it might be comfortable as is but you're not truly happy and fulfilled. You've just found a way to cope with your existing environment and it makes you feel safe because you've linked up somewhere along the way that dreaming bigger and going for big dreams will automatically lead to failure. And guess what? It will lead to failure. And that's a, that's a whole other topic. It's a beautiful thing, yeah. um, but we need to feel like we're growing or else we are going to feel like we're dying. So let's, before we even dive into the content of how to get ourselves to dream big again, let's just take a look at it from an honest perspective and say, we're just afraid to try and make a mistake. We're afraid to try and get hurt. Have you ever heard someone like you might've listened to Micah's podcast before and you've gone through and you've listened to the different, the different episodes and there's all this incredible stuff about vision for 2021 and all these incredible things that you want to build. But somewhere along the way, you say to yourself, yeah, you know, I just, I don't really want to set goals. I don't really want to set goals. Why do you think that is? It's because you're afraid that you won't hit them and you tie your worthiness to an outcome. And when you tie your worthiness to an outcome, it is a recipe to stay in the exact same spot in life. So Micah, when you take a look at this topic, how on point does that sound? I mean, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And what I found too, in working with hundreds of women who have some sort of goal around something, whether it's in their health and wellness, whether it's in a business, whatever it is, sometimes it's a lot easier to just stay in the suck than it is to strive for more. Like they're, you're just used to feeling crappy. You're used to feeling low energy. You're used to, I mean, living paycheck to paycheck. You're used to those things. That's your norm. That's what your parents did. That's what you grew up with. That's what you've been raised to feel. And anything outside of that, like we've talked about in previous episodes is scary and new. And it's, it makes you nervous. And it's our, and like Brad's mentioned before, our brains like to stay safe and that's it. Like it doesn't like to grow and push and do all those things, but that's where fulfillment comes. And that's where the next level version of you is lying. And so that's why we want to help you really dig into this because safe is not, is not where we want to live the safe zone. Let's talk about safety. <laughs> Let's do <laughs> Let's it. About, I think this is actually really, really critical. Um, like I said, the safe zone is not where you want to live. And she said, like, our brains are wired to stay safe. Think about it. You got a two million year old noggin. And back in the day, everything you did was to protect yourself from pain. You were always looking for the saber toothed tiger that was hiding in the bushes that was going to eat your kid or how you were going to survive the ice age. So we were always worried about how we were going to stay alive. And we were consistently looking for things to protect ourselves from. And we haven't evolved much since then, 
but we don't have the same threats anymore, but we do have the same fears. So until you recondition the way that you view this, your, your brain is going to be wired for fear. And it's going to be consistently looking for what you don't want instead of what you do want. In fact, just like Micah said, like when you stay safe, your brain, even if it's painful, your brain loves consistency. It loves certainty. It loves knowing how to avoid pain and guarantee at least some sort of pleasure. And so our brains, even if we're in pain, paycheck to paycheck, or don't like our bodies, or don't like our relationships, our brains will cause us to stay in the exact same spot because it would rather be certain and in pain than growing and uncertain. And that's the point where you have to draw a line in the sand and realize, is paycheck to paycheck actually safe? Think about it. Most everything you do is driven by your need to avoid pain or to gain pleasure. Literally everything. Like being on this podcast today is driven by a need to avoid pain or gain pleasure. The shirt you're wearing today, driven by your need to avoid pain or gain pleasure. Do I look cute in these pants, right? Like all that stuff, <laughs> driven by your need to avoid pain or to gain pleasure. If you think about why you procrastinate, I'm guaranteeing there's someone that's listening to this that likes to label themselves as a procrastinator. You are not a procrastinator. You just have chosen to feel certain through procrastination in the past. Procrastination literally just means that you perceive that taking action would be more painful than doing nothing. And you'll receive less pain by doing nothing. We're driven by pain. Think about it. Would you rather do more to save $20,000 or to protect $20,000 from getting stolen from you? You're wired to avoid pain. And so think about it. If you value success incredibly highly, but you also value avoiding rejection incredibly highly, that's called inner conflict. You're gonna wanna sprint in one direction, and you're being held back by the other direction. And since our need to avoid pain is typically greater than our need to thrive and feel pleasure, we're going to stay in the exact same freaking spot and rationalize why it's okay. And so what we need to do is use pain and pleasure instead of pain and pleasure using us. And there's a simple way to do this. Micah, do you mind if I give them a simple tactic? Let's, no, tell us. <laughs> I love like, it. You're like, that's why I brought you here. Today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we can use pain and pleasure instead of pain and pleasure using us. All of this stuff that's going on is what's going on behind the scenes, right? In your noggin, it's going on behind the scenes. I'm just making conscious what's going on unconscious behind the scenes. So if we're not conscious of it, pain is going to use us. We're going to be like, I don't want to feel that pain. And we'll choose short-term convenience and short-term pleasure for long-term pain, right? We choose the short-term, I don't want to set big goals, big dreams, because I'm afraid I'll end up feeling sad that I didn't hit it again. For long-term pain, which is, I am actually stuck in my life and I haven't moved forward and I'm in the exact same spot in my finances, my business, my relationship, five years down the road. That's what we'll end up with. Versus short-term inconvenience, which will actually make you proud, right? Taking the action, doing the things, a little bit of short-term inconvenience, or you might label it as short-term pain for long-term benefit. So how do we do this? We look at what do we actually perceive that this action is costing us? And since the topic is vision right now, let's say someone is sitting there going, I don't want to set big dreams. I don't want to set big goals. I don't want to go after. I'm actually really happy with where I am right now. Like we had already talked about, no, you're not. You're just comfortable where you are right now and you're staying safe with where you are right now and you're afraid to dream again. So let's take a look at it. What's the current pain? This is the questions that I want you to write down. Number one, what is the current pain that you associate with taking action on creating a vision? And you can do this for anything. If you're procrastinating on something in your personal life, if you're doing something in your business that isn't going well, whatever it is, you can use these exact same questions, but we're gonna use them for vision today, but use them in anything. So number one, what is the current pain that I think will happen from taking action on this thing that I'm avoiding. And you might list it out, you know, I'm gonna fail again, or I'm just gonna be disappointed again. Cool, awesome. What are you also getting out of it? Because if you're doing a behavior that you don't like, you're actually getting something out of it, otherwise you wouldn't be doing it. So whenever people come to me with a behavior like, I can't get myself to stop overeating, and I, I say to them, why does overeating make you so happy? Because there's something yeah. from this behavior that you don't like that's giving you some pleasure in some way. So for example, with vision, not going after a big goal or a big dream in 2021, that pleasure that comes with this might be, I get to stay comfortable and safe and I don't need to, uh, I don't need to feel a sense of failure or uh, all my friends will like me because I'll be just like them. 
right? That would be an example of the pleasure you're getting from this. And so if you take a look at that, cool, it's awesome, makes sense. That might be one strategy for how to live life, but here's where we can use pain and pleasure. Here's question three. What is it costing you emotionally two to three years from now if you don't take action starting right now? What's it costing you emotionally two to three years from now if you don't take action starting right now? And so that might be, oh my gosh, I'm going to wake up having the same bad day. I'm still going to wake up broke and overweight with a marriage that's just roommates instead of passionate. Like, what is it actually costing you? Not the short-term cost. What's the long-term cost of staying here? And then question four, what's the long-term benefit of actually taking action starting right now? And that might be, oh, I don't know, a life of total freedom, passionate marriage, beautiful friendships, feel like I'm growing and thriving and expanding. And when you take a look at these things next to each other, you realize that your reasons for staying safe are really crappy. And your reasons for going after this are really, really incredible because you take a look at the pain next to each other. What's really more painful? Maybe missing a couple goals or waking up two to three years from now having the same bad day. What's actually more painful? Going after a dream, setting a big vision like a little kid and getting excited and maybe you don't quite hit that exact vision, but you come close. Is that more painful or is it more painful to teach your kids that they should never dream? What's more painful? And then you take a look at the benefit. What's actually more pleasurable? Getting accepted from some friends that are also staying safe or total freedom in life? What's actually more pleasurable in your life? And you can use this to start dreaming again and be that breaking point of mediocrity in your family. I went through that. I literally lived it where I had to draw the line in the sand and say, you know what? It doesn't matter what my past is. The past doesn't equal the future unless you live there. Write this down in your notes, everyone. Biography is not destiny. Just because you've done things up until this point does not mean that's the way that it's going to be in the future unless you keep reliving it. And so on this idea of vision, and I'm getting excited and passionate about this right now, guys. I'm not <laughs> my voice. I'm just, the energy's going up and up and up. On this idea of excitement and passion and, and vision for 2021, please hear me now. If you don't give your brain something vivid to picture in the future, it will automatically vividly picture something. It'll just be your past. And whatever you focus on, you will create more of. So if you don't give your brain direction on what to picture, you're going to automatically picture the past because that's what you know. Yeah. And then you just create more of the same and you'll end up staying stuck. You'll end up being miserable and you'll end up rationalizing why it's okay to stay safe and comfortable. And really deep down, you're just craving to grow. You're just afraid and tying your self-worth to an outcome. But your self-worth is not based on an outcome of a goal. It's based on the character of who you are. In fact, you don't even set goals for the goals themselves. You set goals for the feelings you think that they'll bring you and the person you become along the way. But if you have an amazing vision, then all of a sudden you can feel the feelings you think your goals will bring you right now. And you realize that the feelings aren't at the end, they're at the beginning. And when you live that way, you get to fill up with the feelings that you think a goal will bring you right now. And that's what's going to increase your energy and allow you to move forward towards those goals. Does that make sense? Michael? I love it. It all makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Um, let's talk about, let's talk about imagination for a sec, because I feel like this is where a lot of people get stuck is they're like, I can't even think of how life could be. I can't even think of, but we have this, this faculty in imagination that this is what separates us from like animals. Animals can't do this. Humans can. And if we don't tap into that, we are doing ourselves a huge disservice because our brain, like Brad was talking about, our brain needs a picture. Our brain needs something to hold on to because guess what you guys, our brain does not know the difference between reality and these imaginations and these pictures and these goals and these visions that we want to work towards doesn't know the difference. So if we can have that image and hold that image in our brain of what we're working towards and what we want to create and the purpose we want to live every day and the feelings we want to have as we wake up and we make a difference and we do whatever we're doing in life as we can hold that image as if it's already happened we naturally start to level up. We naturally start to have the thoughts 
that it takes to behave in the way that it takes to have the actions and the results in order to create your new reality. If you never let yourself go there to the space of imagining that next level life or imagining that next goal or whatever you want to create, you are just, your frequency is just way down. You think the same thoughts, you repeat the same day, day after day after day, and you never get to truly evolve. So it really starts at imagining. It starts at letting yourself get clear on this vision that you want to create. And that's why I feel like that's why I believe in this so much because I've seen it happen in my life. You start to get new ideas. You start to surround yourself with new people. You start to notice things in life. They were happening prior. You just weren't noticing them because that's not what you were looking for yet. And so I feel like this is like the core and the foundation before any of the action steps need to happen, but lots of people get stuck in their tracks with how it's going to play out. It doesn't matter how it's going to play out. You need to know what you're working towards and why you're working towards it. Because when you have purpose behind it, that's when everything is fueled. The how will work itself out. You'll start to figure it out as you have clarity around what you're actually working towards. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I... Let's talk imagination. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's live in imagination for a second. Guys, if you hung out with me and like my wife and I'll be walking the dog or something, just spend some time together and I'm living in freaking dreamland. Like (laughs) imagine what it's going to be like traveling Europe for like six months and bring our kids with us and bringing no phones and just kind of traveling and have income on autopilot in the background, like all these incredible things, like all this incredible, big imagination stuff. So how can we get you to that point? where you're dreaming massive again, because I think what you said earlier, Micah, was some people will say like, I can't even think about that. My brain doesn't allow me to go there. No, you are not allowing your brain to go there. So let's dive into this. First of all, if you think about a vision, the biggest mistake that people make with a vision is that they set it, they set their vision based on their current reality. And that's why they say, I can't go there. Because they're using their current faculties, their current thoughts, their current existing circumstances to dream big. And when you live that way, it's kind of like if you're in a relationship and um, I'm going to go off on a little tangent and come back, but I promise you it's in alignment. Like, let's use the example of a mom that has 14 kids running around, right? (laughs) Well, we'll we'll play. Let's actually go with a mom that's got five kids running around. (laughs) We'll go with five. Okay. And so let's say a mom's got five kids running around. And she's thinking about building a business, but she's handling all these things with the kids and homeschooling and trying to get it all done. And for through her entire life, she's prided herself on being able to do it, being able to handle it. And I know there's a lot of moms listening to this, that, that it, they find significance and value from being the mom that can handle it. And I, I honor you for that. I think that's incredible. But in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey talks about the three like levels of paradigms that people live in. And this will get around to imagination for a second to show you exactly why people stay stuck here. The first level is dependence. And dependence is where it's a mindset of you, meaning other people determine, their actions determine how I feel and what I do. It's a reactive way of life. I don't believe many people listening to this are there. The next level is independent, an independent paradigm of life. It's a paradigm of I. And it's a really cool place to be because it graduates you from dependence. But here's the thing about I, it builds up this mindset of I can handle it. I can do it. I'm responsible. I'm going to make sure to cook the meals, homeschool the kids, parent them, get them to their soccer practice, all these things. And you pride yourself on being able to do it all. Now from this, if someone's in an independent state of mind, focusing on I can do it, I have to be the one to handle it. If that's where you are and you truly believe that you might feel significant in the moment, but when the idea of building a business comes into play, you're going to be like, how would I even begin to focus on that with all of these responsibilities that I'm already handling? So you discredit the idea before you even start because you're trying to do it all yourself. You're operating from an independent mindset. And while an independent mindset is great, it is not going to get you to greatness. That leads to our third paradigm of life, which is interdependence, which is a mindset of we. This is graduating from independence. And this is where you realize that anything incredible is never created on your own. 
Like there is no way I could do what I do in my business without our incredible team. There's no way Micah could do that without her incredible team, people that are helping her. Because when you bring people on board with your vision, what you're doing is you're bringing back your time. And then, then you start getting new ideas on what can become possible. And so anyways, the point of this is to the mom that is doing all the things and feels like there's no room to do any more. And that's why she's limiting herself to not dream big. It's because likely that you're trying to do it all and you pride yourself on being able to do it all. That might be one reason. There's plenty of other reasons, but I guarantee you that you will find way more significance in creating an incredible life of freedom for your family or creating an incredible relationship or an incredible marriage than you would have if you just tried to do it all. So how does this- Taking a quick TV time out to make sure that you guys know that I have some free goodies for you. So as a listener, I just want to show my appreciation and thank you so much for showing up weekly to hear from the guests that we have, to take just all of these nuggets away and apply them into your life. I want to celebrate you. And in order to do that, I also want to make sure that you're getting value that is relevant to where you're at in your life. So in order to get the freebies, go to micafolsomfit.com slash D Y C for do your crap. micafolsomfit.com slash D Y C. And you can put in your email there and get access to the goodies. You will get a 50% off promo code to any of my mini workshops. And you will also get a freebie depending on what you want, whether you're a mom that wants to experience more joy in life that needs help on her health journey, wants tips and nuggets and value and motivation, whether you're a business owner that's trying to work through some mindset stuff and feel confident in what you have and how you want to serve, or whether you're in the network marketing space and you really want to gain confidence around recruiting, around onboarding, around mentoring your team, I have a free goodie for you. So make sure you go to that link, grab it, And that will also get you access to my weekly emails where I send inspiration, motivation, nuggets, value, things that I'm learning, things that I'm teaching. And I just want to be that voice in your back pocket that on the weeks that are hard on the weeks that you're just not feeling it, maybe that email pops through and you go, okay, thanks, Micah. I got this. Thanks for the reminder. That is what my weekly emails are for, because we all need that positive voice that we should carry around with us everywhere. So Go get on the list, go grab your freebie, and let's get back to the show. This have to do with imagination. If you are looking at possibility through one lens of, I need to handle it all, or this is just the way life is, or these are my current present circumstances, we only see through that lens, but we don't take a minute to look at, is this lens the appropriate one to look at life? right? It's like going to the eye doctor, one or two, two or three, one or three, right? With the different lenses and prescriptions. Yeah. You need to pick the right lens to look at life. So when you set getting around to imagination now, I hope, first of all, that hit you and helped you realize that it's not about doing it all yourself. It's about getting the help where you need to. Like if you delegated dinner to a couple kids, right? One night of the week, that buys you back some time. Anyways, my point is that when you're setting a vision, it should never be based on your current circumstances because your current circumstances are only a reflection of the way that you viewed life up until now. And if you want a new life, you need a new lens, a new way to look at life, a new way to see what's possible. And so when you're dreaming, suspend reality, suspend your current circumstances. Micah said something a little bit ago. She said, you don't need to know how. Please write this down. When you know what you want and why you want it, the how will reveal itself. When you'll, you'll figure out how. But when you live in what I call the tyranny of how, and I learned that from Tony Robbins, the tyranny of how, and you start with how would that even be possible, then you limit your dreams and, and shrink your dreams down to fit your current reality because you desire a sense of control. And then it doesn't allow you to dream big. And then you just repeat the same crap over and over and over again. So if we want to have fun with our imagination, there's three things that we need to do. Number one is we need to suspend fear while dreaming. I talked about this in a podcast with Micah a couple of weeks ago about breaking limiting beliefs, but the same holds true here. And you need to think like a little kid. 
Think like a little kid. If you were, if your kids were to come up to you and say, hey, mom, I, you know, I want to be Spider-Man and Batman and Superman and the president of the United States and an astronaut all in the same day. Would you tell your son or daughter that's not realistic and you should stop dreaming? No. no. Like, awesome. Cool. You'd reward that behavior. And what does that do to your kid's energy? It increases it. And when energy is, is higher, fear dissipates. It disappears because then the kid's taking action. They're excited on it. So number one is suspend reality and dream like a little kid. If you dream like a little kid, you will allow yourself to go to that state. It is not true that you can't even think about it. It's only true that you're trying to create a new vision based on your current lens. Number two is stop overcomplicating. Write this down. Complexity is the enemy of execution. If your dream starts with the word, how am I, or the words, how am I going to do it? You're never going to do it. Because it's too overwhelming. The brain can only take so much at a certain time. This is the power of chunking. Think about losing weight. I'm going to go on a little tangent for two minutes and it'll be funny, but I promise you it'll come back. So think about the idea of losing weight. Most people, when they think about losing weight around the new year, like this is why most new year's resolutions don't last. The reason most new year's resolutions don't last is because a resolution means to resolve meaning cut out any other possibilities. If you wanna take the island, burn the boats. It means it's already done. That's a true resolution, it's already done. But what most people do with the new year is they state their preferences. That's all they do. I'd like to lose 10 pounds, cool. They don't back it up with action because they overcomplicate it. For example, if you wanna lose 10 pounds, here's how most people look at 10, losing 10 pounds. Okay, gotta set my sports bra and my shorts out uh, below the bed, right before I go to bed at night. I gotta brush my teeth, make sure and get in bed by eight o'clock. So if I don't get in bed by eight o'clock, then I'm not gonna get enough sleep to be able to go to the gym. And oh my gosh, I gotta set my alarm up, but how am I gonna do this without waking my spouse up? And then I gotta make sure and slip out of bed in the morning, slip into my clothes, grab the car keys. Oh, but wait, I forgot to eat something. Gotta grab a banana, go back to the, to the counter, grab a banana. And you realize that it's all, you're already running a little bit late because your pre-workout hasn't kicked in. And so you just take it now, you figure what the heck, it's gonna kick in on the way to the gym. And then you start driving to the gym, right? You get in your car, you drive to the gym, you realize, oh my gosh, I have no gas. You gotta go to the gas station, get to the gas station, get your gas in your car, we're still running late on time, get to the gym, pull into the parking lot and it's snowing and there's hundreds and hundreds of people at the gym. So you need to park all the way in the Dollar Tree's parking lot, three blocks down. And then you got to trek through the snow. You soak your socks and your shoes, get into the gym. You haven't signed up yet. So by the time you get to the counter, you need to go through the safety thing and they try to sell you a membership and you don't want to deal with that crap. And finally, by the time you get in the locker room, it's already 6.45 in the morning. You need to leave by seven and you're going, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? So, so finally you put yourself in the locker, forget a lock, go back to the counter, get a lock, go back to the locker room, lock it up, get into your workout clothes, go out of the machines. There's a lot of the machines. And then when you get to the machines, oh my gosh, there's so many people there. There's a line. And then when you finally get there, the person before you didn't wipe off their sweat. So then you got to go back and you just do one set of exercises. You don't even know if you did it right. And then it's already seven o'clock. So you got to go back into the locker room. And when you get back in the locker room, you see old body parts of old women hanging everywhere that you didn't want to see. And then you got to grab your stuff. You forgot your shampoo. So you got to use dry shampoo or whatever it is. I don't know. I'm a guy. And so then you go and you finally get ready. You're late for work. You go out, you trek back through the snow all the way to your car, get in the car, drive to work. You're 30 minutes late for work. Your boss is mad at you. Then you got to stay late. You come home, you miss putting your kids to bed. And that is losing 10 pounds. And I skipped like 10 steps because of time. <laughs> That's how most people view losing 10 pounds. And when you view a goal or a vision that way, of course, you're not going to want to do it because the brain likes simplicity. And when you start with how you're screwed, start with what you want, dream like a little kid. Does that make sense before I go to number three? Make sense? Yes. And Amazing. work out from home so you don't have to deal with all that stuff. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> that simplifies things, right? Work I out. like simple. I love simple. Yeah. Okay. This, step three. Step three. <laughs> step three is check the state in which you are setting your dreams. When What I mean by that is what's your state? That's your energy level, your emotions when you are setting these big dreams. What a lot of times people do is they're having the same pissed off bad day or the same boring bad day and they're settling for what they don't want and whatever it is. And they're just kind of like this. <laughs> just, and then they hear this awesome podcast from someone named Micah Folsom and they're like, oh my gosh, I got a dream again, but I'm so tired, I can't dream. And they set their dreams from that same low energetic state. Think about it, when you're going through your day, what are you doing with your body? 
Like physically, what are you doing with your body when you dream? If you guys can't see me right now, I'm leaning back in my chair. I'm kind of slouching. My shoulders are rounded forward. My breathing is shallow. And when you get into that state, it's very similar to anxiety or worry or overwhelm. And when you dream from that state, you're never going to set big goals because you're using overwhelm and anxiety and worry to create the future. And that's never going to happen. So what I always do is I always change my energetic state before I ever set a vision or a goal. I do jumping jacks, I do push-ups, I do a workout, and I get myself feeling really, really, really incredible before I even start dreaming. Get myself feeling incredible, and then when I'm working out, I'm like, what do I really want out of my life? I wanna live six months in Italy. They only allow you 100 days a, 180 days a year, unless you're a citizen, so I wanna live six months in Italy. I'm gonna take my wife and daughter, then I literally picture it as I'm working out. Because when you have high energy and high emotion linked to a vision, all of a sudden it becomes real. Write this down. There are three levels of mastering anything. Whether it's goal setting or business or vision or anything in your life, there are three levels to mastering anything. Level one is cognitive mastery, which means that you have a cognitive understanding of it, right? So you might write down on paper, you know, lose 10 pounds. Let's write that down with that same low energy state. And you might hear what I'm saying right now, and you might have a cognitive understanding of it. And that's great. Cognitive understanding is the first step to creating anything. You need it to happen. But when someone lives in the state of a cognitive understanding of something, what they typically do is I know their way out of action. How many people do you guys know where it's, I know I need to exercise. I know I need to do a vision. I know I need to. And if someone has actually mastered something, they will never say, I know I need to because they're already doing it. And that leads me to my, the second level of mastery. And this is why I'm bringing it up when we're talking about state. That is emotional mastery. Think about what emotion is. Emotion is energy in motion. And so if you're setting big goals and big dreams from a low energy state, that means you have low emotions. And goals or dreams without emotion are rarely retained. You're never going to feel it and live it out long-term because you don't have high energy associated with it. And so this is the strategy part of mindset strategist, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about how to actually do it. For example, let me prove to you how high emotional states or, or intense emotional states leads to memory. And it's part of you. For example, think about where you were on 9-11 you know exactly where you were, exactly what room you were in, and exactly when it happened. Why? Because emotional intensity was linked to the day. But where were you on 8-11-2001? No, no idea. No idea. Why? There's no emotion. There's no emotion linked to it. So if we want to dream big, it needs to be done from a high energy state, a positive energy state. It needs to be linked with intense emotion, not negative intense emotion, positive intense emotion, which is why I say work out, exercise, do something and dream big from that state. If you're doing a vision planning exercise, jump up and down and scream in between it. Grab a pillow and laugh into it. Do something. I'm crazy. I promise I do this, but I'm crazy. You'll look at me like I'm nuts and it works. And so that's the second level of mastery. When you link emotions to it, it will stick. How many times have you read an affirmation card that says, I'm enough, and your brain goes, no, you're not, right? <laughs> it's because there's no emotional intensity linked to it. But if you yeah. did it when you were working out, it would stick. And finally, the third level, which is physical mastery, where it's just part of you. It's just who you are, and there's no other way. Micah Folsom is an example of physical mastery of dreaming huge. That's, this is how I can get on a podcast episode and talk mindset for hours and hours and hours because it's just something I've lived for so long and it's just part of me. And so we're not going to spend much time on physical mastery, but when you emotionally master something, which means you link pain to not doing it or you link consequence to not doing it, you do it and you take action and you do it so often that it's just part of who you are. So if you want to dream huge, what fears do you need to suspend temporarily? The fears might be there but not based off of your present circumstances, based on who you want to become, based on that energy of a little kid, high energy, high dreams. Number two is quit overcomplicating it. Just play and get excited. Keep it simple. And number three, 
change your state as you're doing it and you will feel more alive. It is a total BS lie that you can't even think about big dreams. You're just afraid that your present circumstances won't allow the big dreams to happen. Does that make sense, my friend? I love it. Yeah. And in regards to the emotional mastery and getting emotionally connected to it, one of the things that I've found that a lot of the women that I work with have struggled with is they're trying to create a vision around what they've heard other people creating goals, other people have set and things like that. And it doesn't speak to them. It doesn't set their soul on fire. It doesn't tug on their heartstrings. And so that's what I want to challenge you guys to do is you have to be so mindful of those tugs on your heart. Maybe bringing on a million dollars a year doesn't speak to you. You're like, whatever. I don't even care. I don't even care about money. Money doesn't motivate me, but maybe you want to give more. Maybe you want to serve more. Maybe you want to have the funds to donate or have the funds to help your family members or have the funds to sponsor children at Christmas. And those are the things that ignite your soul. Guess what is necessary for those things to happen? Money. So you have to get so in tune with what you actually desire and then see, and then you can break it down from there. Right. But don't set goals just because someone else has set those goals and is fired up by them. Because if they don't speak to you, you will have zero motivation and desire to show up and do the work every day that it takes to make those happen. Ooh, this is, this is called your definition of success. Yes. Your definition, your definition should not be anyone else's decision. It is on you. And you alone, not even your spouse, unless you're dreaming big for the vision you have for your family. But when you think about your vision, when I think about my vision for my business and what I truly want out of it, that's mine. That's my definition of success. Don't worry about if other people buy into it yet. When you meet it with high energy, that will come. But the point is it needs to be your definition because if you're living a life of comparing to other people, and seeing their dreams and their goals come to fruition, we start to think we need to have that in order to be successful, right? Just because Mike has built the business that she has doesn't mean that you need to want the same thing. But one thing that I would encourage you to do is to dream big in terms of what matters to you. Like, for example, does dreaming big and living in Italy for six months excite you? Probably not. Maybe, but probably not. Just because I have a huge dream does not mean you need to have a huge, the same huge dream, but you need to have your version of a huge dream because how you choose to dream teaches your kids if they can dream. Remember that. How you choose to dream teaches your kids if they can dream. And I've been, ever since we had our daughter, we get emotional talking about it. Here we go. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> it's we need to realize that they're a sponge for everything. And so do you really want to limit your definition of success based on societal standards or the business that you're in or whatever it is, just to feel like you're part of, just to feel like you're part of something and limit it to, to showing your kids that they have to conform to society? Or do you want to truly dream big in a way that means something to you? So your kids will adopt a new way of thinking, a new way of life that encourages them to dream big in their own life. You would never tell your kid to stop dreaming. So you need to adopt that childlike mentality into yourself if you ever want them to continue to dream long-term. Just wanted to add that. So powerful. And I was talking to some of my coaches and we're, we're going to do next week, we're going to do a big, or I guess it's this previous week, <laughs> we did a big um, vision board party and really brought clarity around what we want to create for the year and what we want to focus on in our word and all of those things to just bring it to life. And it's so interesting because as we were talking about these things, one of my coaches was like, you know, what's funny is I never knew I had any type of money mind, like mind block or anything like that. I was talking to my husband about our current situation and how I want to pay off debt and all these things. And her parents were there. And in the background, her mom goes, we've been in debt for 32 years. Like, it's just normal. Don't count on getting out of it. And she's like, I had never known that was just my normal. That's what I knew. That's how I was raised. And this is, this is why it's so powerful. You guys is because we carry these normalcies on for generations and generations and generations. 
And we individually have the power to set a new normal, to create a new normal for our children and for their children. And so those, I mean, those things that we carry with us, they seem normal and society is in debt and society lives miserably. And that's just kind of you, you, you survive the Monday through Friday to get to the weekend and all of these things that are just so normal doesn't have to be. If you don't like a certain aspect of your life, it does not have to be a part of your life. And you just need to know that you have the power to change any aspect of it. And I think that's really the thing that we need to take ownership of is what do we enjoy in our life? What can we do more of that we enjoy? And then what are we not okay with? And what would we love to change? And then getting so clear on what it's going to look like when we change those things and create that new norm for ourselves and for our families. Yes. Oh my gosh. So much good stuff there. I think you said, you even touched on the idea of limiting beliefs, right? If you think about like this person you were talking about, how I didn't even realize yeah. that these beliefs were holding me. And if, if these beliefs are going on behind the scenes, that's going to impact how you dream. It's going to impact what becomes possible. Think about the idea of money in that example, right? Debt is just something we have. Yep. If that is the way of life and that's the belief, then when you think about creating financial freedom, think about the chains that are around your ankles when you're trying to sprint towards it with that belief. It holds you back. And so I love what Micah said about you get to draw the line in the sand. You get to decide to be the, you get to decide the future for you. Because like we talked about earlier, biography is not destiny. The past only becomes the future if you live there. Just because your parents lived a certain way up until now does not mean you need to, to do it. I love my parents to death. I do not want to create the same life. And so I want to create my own life. And so maybe where you learn these beliefs from and take a second to question if it's actually true. Yeah. Just like one of the greatest things that I've learned about successful people is they're consistently questioning where that belief came from. So how would you finish this sentence? Money is, business is, marriage is. How would you finish that sentence? And where did that come from? And is it actually true? Go back and listen to the podcast Mike and I did a few weeks back on this, but is it actually true? And if you realize, oh my gosh, no, it's not true. Then we can start to change it. And we can be that breaking point of mediocrity in our family history. Just because your parents thought that debt was just something you had does not mean you need to live the exact same way. And like Micah said, most people are waking up, struggling paycheck to paycheck, having a hard time, I have a belief, and this is a belief, which is nothing more than a feeling of certainty. And my belief is, look at what most of society is doing and sprint the other way. And that's, that is something that is so well in my life. So to create a new future, it will require doing things differently. And that might feel unsafe. But going back to pain and pleasure, is it actually unsafe? Or can we realize right now, you're going to be totally fine either way because you've always been fine. You've always been provided for. Everything has always worked out. And is it actually unsafe or is it actually more unsafe to teach your kids that they should settle and to keep these generational BS beliefs going downhill towards that? We want to be that breaking point of mediocrity. We want to draw the line in the sand just because your family tree is the way it is does not mean the future needs to reflect it if you decide to start dreaming differently. And you will get resistance for it. You, Because what do most people do? They want to keep you safe in their bubble. And once they see you growing, they're afraid they're going to lose you, which is why getting around people playing ball at a high level is so, so, so important. That's a new topic, but <laughs> super, super, super it's important. It's so true. It's so true. People will always kind of bash on your dreams and hold you back because of their own limiting beliefs, just because they haven't been able to do it, or they haven't been able to see success, or they haven't been able to whatever they're going to project that onto you. So just be ready for it. Just be ready for it and say, thanks for your concern. But I am like, so freaking pumped to go for this and just keep on going. And what you can use too when that happens, um, like whenever someone shows up and they're resisting it, and it's probably going to be someone close to you and they're resisting your dreams, all you have to say in your own mind, there's two things that I do when this happens, because it happens all the freaking time. My family is 
full of people that are not thinking in the same way. And so I do two things. The first thing, whenever this happens, is I go, ah, a worthy opponent. And that, that interrupts my pattern. It interrupts my limiting thinking of trying to tone myself down. And it helps me realize, okay, I can do this. I can move forward. And the second thing I do whenever they are projecting their beliefs onto me is I let go of judgment of how I think it should be. And in my mind, I just say, you beautiful monster, I love you. And, and it causes me to show up with more compassion, more love, more grace. And then they are less um, vicious towards my yeah. ideas. It's all about how you show up. I love it. I love it. All right, you guys, we need to probably wrap it up. We could talk about this forever, clearly. Um, I want to make sure you guys just really take the time. If you missed last week's episode, I kind of gave you the homework to reflect on 2020, reflect on the lessons, the blessings, the things that you learned, the way that you grew trials and all of those things come into our life for a reason. And so we need to do the homework of kind of assessing why it showed up in our life, what we were able to learn from it. But as we have this new year ahead of us, we all have equal opportunity to make it whatever we want. And I think that's the most exciting part. Don't just create some resolutions that you fall flat on in February, like create with real intent, the person you want to become the attributes you want to carry the habits you want to create the way that you want to feel in life and the purpose that you have to show up for every single day. Because when you have that clarity, everything changes, your motivation changes, your inspiration changes, the, just your energy and everything in your day-to-day changes. And that's why this stuff is so powerful. So if you're having trouble creating your vision, if you're having trouble creating clarity, I actually created this free, um, resource resource for you. And it's my vision workshop workbook. So from the episode I don't know what episode it was. The one I just most recently did on vision, gaining clarity around your vision, have a free workbook that walks you through those steps, walks you through getting, getting clarity around what you're uncomfortable with, what you don't like in your life, what you'd love to change. If you had the magic wand waved over you, what would you do with your day? How would you spend your time? Where would your money go? How much money would you make? How would you feel in your day? all of that stuff. It walks you through it. So go to, I'll link it up in the show notes, go to that, get access to it, spend time this week. Don't put this off. You guys do not put this off. Spend time this week, working through this stuff, gaining that clarity. It's so interesting. JD and I do this every single year. We together, we work through our goals, not only what we want to achieve, but why. And it's really important, you guys, that you, that you think about the why behind why you want to do something, because that's when, like Brad talked about, that's when you get emotionally connected to it. If you just throw out a number and you're like, I'd love to make six figures in my business. Well, whoop do freaking do? What is that even going to do for you? But if you say why I'm going to be able to pay off our car, I'm going to be able to put my daughter in dance lessons. We're going to be able to go on that Disneyland vacation. And you have those A, B, C, D, E, F, G's of why you're going to work hard to hit this certain milestone in your business or whatever it is, you are going to show up with a whole different level than you ever have before. So take the time to work through that do the workbook. Like I said, it was in, it's in the show notes and I promise you, you will start to achieve things that you're like, crap, I didn't even think this was possible, but just because you have that target, you will subconsciously work towards it. Even if you're not looking at it every single day, which I highly recommend you do. I highly recommend you repeat your vision every single day and you keep it at the forefront. But even with JD and I, when we work through our goals, we always reflect on the previous year's goals prior before we work through the next year. And without fail, we'll go through some things and we're like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot we even set that goal and we achieved it. And it's because you had a target subconsciously, you're going to work towards it. That's just how we, that's just how we work. That's how human nature is. So it's just really, really powerful. So work through that, do the homework, Brad, do you have anything to add as we wrap it up? There's one more nugget that I just lit me on fire as you talked about, talked about this. And that was, if I can leave anything for you guys, it would be the two things. One is the fastest way 
to shatter any limiting belief you have is to create a beautiful vision of the future. It's the fastest way by far because your brain will require, just like Mike said, new pieces of you, new insights will come to you, new solutions, and you'll be subconsciously focused on that. You'll create things that you didn't even think were possible before. That's number one. And number two is for 2021, my challenge to you would be, so many people are so focused on breaking through the past, breaking through the challenges. And while that is important, my challenge to you would be, instead of just focusing on improving the bad, create the new. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our brains love new, go after new, new vision, new goals. Not saying we shouldn't reflect, we should. But so many people are so obsessed over fixing what's wrong, they forget that going after what's right will automatically fix what's wrong. So that's all I want to leave you with, guys. I love it so much. You guys go find Brad on Instagram as well. At, is it at Brad Bizjack? Is that what it is? It's at Brad Bizjack. Um, and yeah, we have plenty of stuff there. We have free mindset coaching on the Instagram bio and all that stuff. We do three awesome. minutes a day. It's really cool stuff. So yeah, come find me on Instagram. Love to hang awesome. out. Awesome. Go find him. And like always, tag your favorite 15 second nugget. Tag Brad, tag me. We love to see what resonated with you. I hope more than anything you found value in this. I hope that it helps you to break through some of that, those roadblocks that so many of us have and just truly let your self dream, dream big, let them scare you. You should feel nervous. You should feel excited. You should feel anxious. You should feel so many feelings as you're writing your vision out, as you're creating these goals, you should not know how to achieve them right now. You should not know how you're going to hit the goals. Let me say that loud and clear. If a goal is big enough, you shouldn't know how to like reverse engineer it yet because the the beauty behind goals is it is going to force you to level up who you are it's going to force you to evolve it's going to force you to grow it's going to force you to become the version of yourself that it's going to take to achieve it and you will figure it out i can promise you that as you stay emotionally connected to it but right now you should not be setting goals where you go oh these are the steps to attain those step one do this step two do that nope way too small. If you can define how to achieve it, it's way too small. So you're probably going to have to like go back and erase some and like (laughs) dream a little bit bigger, but I promise you having these big goals is going to help you grow in ways right now that you can't even imagine. And it is such a beautiful process. So go dream big, go work through that workbook. And Brad, once again, thank you for being on with us. You always bring so much fire and so much value and we love having you. Thank you so much for having me. All right, you guys, we'll see you next week. See ya. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me 
at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.